Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the Greatest Nation, on the face of the planet, uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank you for coming along with us today. Um, you're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, over our flagship station, Red State Talk, Red State Talk Radio, throughout the fruited plains of uh, America. Building the bridge to conversation here daily uh, on the show. If you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not. And uh, right above that iconic building, Ripley's, believe it or not, you will see the Red State Talk billboard. And uh, right there on the billboard uh, every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show is um, popping up there. And old CL's face looking right back at you. Thank you so much for making the show as popular as it has. As all of you know, I've been gone, um, gone, gone for a while uh, a little while. The show, of course, continues. It goes on. And I thank you all for joining us. Uh, I've been in Florida. And um, quite frankly, I never thought that I'd be doing the soul searching that I am doing. But uh, it's time uh, that I, I do that. And um, I'm back. I'm back now and going to be back for a little while, at least until um, perhaps the, the new year. I don't know. And um, I want you, wherever I go, to come along with me. I don't know if I'm moving the show, uh, the act, uh, to a different location or not. But anyway, I'm going to be here. And I'm glad that you're here with me. Going to start a brand new um, YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. CL's going to have his own YouTube channel. And uh, we are going to, of course, videotape do the rush thing you know we're gonna tape not videotape but you'll be seeing it live you'll be seeing me streaming live uh from right here or wherever my studio is gonna be and uh we're getting beginning to breathe life back into it so i'm probably going to create a studio i'm, I'm, I'm moving down gonna move down to uh to florida uh lease a home there and create a studio in that home i'm talking to some people in a certain area of, of Florida, and um, I think that there is um, room and, and need for well, the type of lessons that I have learned and am learning uh, to be shared with others, and um, with all that is within me, I'm going to to do that. Um, anybody who knows me, and of course the persons who are responsible for me even talking in this fashion, um, know that <laughs> there has been an awakening and I will perform what God has set to my hands to do throughout not only this nation, but um, hopefully globally. 
Hey, friends, uh, as we travel uh, down the road together here on the C.L. Bryant Show, six years we've been together now, uh, heading into our seventh year, and you all know uh, how I feel about uh, numbers and uh, numerically in Scripture. And, of course, seven is one of those uh, completed type of numbers that we want to uh, look at. I'm coming into my seventh year of broadcasting this program. We started off as a regional uh, program on KEEL in Shreveport, Louisiana. And um, artistic differences, whatever you want to call it, I don't know, uh, came into play and uh, just didn't just didn't um, gel. But the way God always works it with me, when one door closes, two more open. And so I certainly uh, walked through these and he keeps on blessing me. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. In the midst of even my shortcomings and even yours, America, uh, don't look at me like I'm the only person uh, in the room with shortcomings. I'm certainly not, but I want to express mine and want to acknowledge mine, uh, my sin and the things that I do were ever before me. And so I want America, you know, you've been called in so many cases a sinful, evil nation. And even though uh, I believe that we are the greatest nation on the face of the earth, we collectively, all of us, not y'all, but all have uh, committed certain uh, atrocities against our creator and have fallen short of his glory. The only thing that I've learned to do in uh, that situation is to fall on my face and truly repent before God and those who you may have offended, his little ones, those children of his, uh, especially if God has blessed you with um, a position of loft. And I am so um, thankful that he has and uh, want to, of course, cherish uh, this bully pulpit that I have and honor it and make it, of course, an instrument of um, his truth and his peace to the nations. Mitch McConnell is, of course, uh, surrendering the fight. Uh, the Electoral College, Mitch has said, has spoken. And uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, of course, right behind that, is calling for abolishing the Electoral College. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way that, that, yeah, oh yeah, that's the way that tune goes. That's the name of that tune, uh, as it has been said. And and uh, you're going to find, my friends, that uh, Mitch McConnell will most likely be very instrumental in helping his old buddy, Joe Biden, um, do whatever he wants to do, even if. Hear me now, and it, I believe that we're going to take Georgia. I, I don't. I, I think Warnock. I think the work that we have done and and will do. I have one more shot to go up there right after Christmas, uh, right before the uh, election. I am taking one more jaunt into uh, Georgia. One more tour. I'm going to do in Georgia, and uh, right now Leffler does have Warnock on the defensive. And if we can hold that seat, I do believe that David Perdue 
can hold his seat. Now, the problem that we're going to have, and coming up top of the break, top of the hour, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show. Uh, as all of you, I've told you at the top when I came in that uh, I've been gone, um, but I'm back now. I'm doing a lot of soul searching. There's a lot of things that are really steering and shaking in my life and um, a, lot of, a lot of things that I, I'm needing to take care of and I'm going to take care of and even uh, a relocation is what I'm absolutely pondering. Uh, I have an opportunity for ministry in a certain area of Florida and I'm going to uh, take it. Uh, in fact, uh, there is a burning, burning fire and desire in me show the mighty hand of God uh, and how he works um, in the strangest ways. Hey, folks, we may all need to commit a felony. (laughs) Yeah, and and hold feet to the fire. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that is a felony. We need to hold these politicians' feet to the fire. And, folks, I know that sometimes we say that in jest, but we need to make them uncomfortable. We Listen, you know, the politicians are uncomfortable around uh, you, around you, you know, when they know that you are going to, oppose them they're uncomfortable around you and and listen i'm around them all the time and i'm telling you when grassroots people start to make noise people like you people like me people like tea partiers over the years and i know that uh hey tea party uh, got a real uh shellacking by the news media the same type of shellacking that donald john trump is getting right so it can't be all bad right No, can't be all bad, and it is not. It was those types of people who indeed saved the republic to this point. And it will be those types of people, if uh, the Lord allows, save Georgia and the rest of the republic this time around as well. Grassroots people. Yeah. That's who it will be. That's who it has always been. Now, I was saying uh, the other night, uh, a few nights ago, to um, some precious people that um, the difference between these rioters that you see, you know, burning and looting and all that type thing on the street, the difference between them and revolutionaries talking about American patriot revolutionaries not Che Guevara type of uh, revolutionary I'm talking about American patriot type of revolutionaries the the difference between them the 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 and the rioters is that the rioters once the rebellion actually happens and kicks off against the tyrants 
especially one in particular in, in, in who embodies uh, Kamala Harris and, and, and the puppet who is Joe Biden. Once they're placed, and, and of course you heard Mitch McConnell, you heard him. Uh, Mitch is, uh, I can't, I can't fault him for doing his job. His job is to go ahead and lead the Senate. And he has men and women to account to. And the Electoral College is a constitutional uh, institution. Of course, Hillary Clinton would want to abolish it. But when they uh, elect, cast their votes, what have you, for the next president of the United States, Mitch has to do his job and announce that, that they have spoken. And it is absolutely correct for him, even though I may never acknowledge, especially if we don't get some type of clarity, and it doesn't appear that we we are, I will never acknowledge Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States. I will never do it. And so uh, there we are. So there we are. Where do we go from here? What are you prepared to do? January 5th is looming, and that is a date that's going to live in American gratitude or in American infamy. Leffler, as I said, is in fact uh, the leading that race, and Warnock is beginning to look as though he has the pox. And you know that pox is? The pox that he has is trying to make himself appear to be palatable in a socialist uh, undertone, with a socialist undertone. Those of you over 40, I know that you do not have within you the DNA that he is speaking to. He is speaking to his party, the Democrat Party, which has been taken over by uh, radical leftists. But Americans, if you listen, he, he's not speaking to you. When you talk about defunding uh, authoritarian uh, uh, organizations like the police, who we, we give the authority to, we, we make them authoritarian. When you talk about defunding that, knowing that inner cities will become, yes, urban jungles as they have been when New York was being ravaged. When New York was being ravaged. You folks saw what the design was then for the rest of the nation. You better believe it. The rest of this nation can fall the same way, can go the same exact way. Make no mistake about it. Now, here we are. The, what's this, 15th of December, 10 days before Christmas Day. 
10 days before Christmas Day. We often wondered what this would look like, right? If Donald Trump was not uh, reelected as president, we wondered what Thanksgiving would look like, what we saw what that looked like. They wanted you to take Thanksgiving off the table, period, and stay home. Uh, New York City, threatening full closure again. The people, what are they doing? They're rebelling, as they should. One lady screaming, they're killing us. And she points out that the mayor and the governor, neither of them have missed or will miss a paycheck that is expected to be paid for by the people who cannot pay taxes in New York because they're not working. That's exactly why that place is going to crumble and fall and America. Today is about redemption with me. I I mean, uh, we all need it. Lord knows I do. But that is a city state. That is a city and as well as a state that I don't know if redemption is possible. I don't know if it will ever be what it was. It's like New Orleans after Katrina in Louisiana. Uh, After Katrina, uh, if you knew New Orleans before Katrina and then you went back to New Orleans a year after Katrina, you know that it was, it was something, it was gone. The, the, the soul, it seemed, was gone. It's not that there was a dead body or anything, the city, but the soul of it seemed to have been gone. The soul of New York City and the soul of America is the economic power that we derive from our God-given talents to make money. I thank God that I've been able to take my talents on the road wherever I go and use them. And God has blessed me always. He's always blessed me to do that. But what happens when you shut down the people who you do business with? What, what happens when the entrepreneur, when the businessman can't do business with others he would do business with because they're not in business? Huh? What is the design behind that? I'm CL, and coming up at the uh, top of the hour, the next hour, if you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, download free the CL Bryant Show and uh, listen to us wherever we go. But Michelle, Michelle, my uh, executive producer, is going to be on with me. She's my Linda, um, as Hannity has Linda. I have Michelle. So she's coming on uh, with me. And as I've told you, I was on the road. I'm back now. I'll talk to you a little bit about that later. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Be right back at ya.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant Show. I want to thank all of you for coming along with us as uh, we you have made. You have made uh, this show as popular as it has become. And I want to announce to all of you in the new year, right after the new year, uh, the C.L. Bryant YouTube channel will be coming uh, uh, to you, um, FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks with C.L. Bryant. Uh, we'll, we'll have a YouTube channel, and um, it's going to be really good. And i gotta got to tell you, your calls and everything will be uh, coming across there on our FreedomWorks Facebook if you go to FreedomWorks, go to FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, and uh, download free. And then, of course, uh, become a part or, or like uh, our Facebook page. I think you could become part of a 5.5, I think it is, million of us. We are the largest grassroots organization in the nation, boasting 6 million activists on the ground. Looks like we're missing a million on our Facebook page. But I can tell you this, every one of those who are part of our FreedomWorks Facebook, and hopefully including you, uh, are in fact grassroots people there is no, there's uh, no, of course there's always some uh, one who joins up to see what you doing isn't that amazing people always come along to see what you doing uh, and uh, I've seen pastors do that a lot pastors come along to see what you're doing and uh, then they sometimes go talk about you for doing it or they go and imitate it and of course that's the greatest uh, form of flattery is imitation and so um we are now looking at uh, how all of this shakes out. And, and, and friends, as I told you earlier, I have been gone. I'm back now. And, um, you know, I, I just have to tell you that the, the greatest source of suffering are, are, are the lies that y- you tell yourself. And um, I want America to, to hear this because all of us individually, now is um, time to, to take inventory, I guess we should say, of who we're going to be, who we are. I, as I said, I think we're going to hold on to that, that, that seat there, the two, I think we're going to hold both seats in Georgia, the way it's looking, I'm going to make one more jaunt up to uh, up to Georgia, uh, right after the um, the um, Christmas Day. After right after Christmas Day, I'm going to shoot up there, 
And uh, then, uh, I don't know, I don't know where I'll be for New Year's, but um, I will be making a move in the new year. And the YouTube channel is going to be up. And I certainly hope that we can, all of us, take a look at the lies that we tell ourselves. Huh? The greatest source of suffering are the lies that we Americans tell ourselves and the lies that we tell ourselves individually. So many times we're victims of our own folly uh, because we're lying to ourselves and uh, we do serve a sovereign God. And I want you to know that um, you had better understand that and no one's preaching more to me than me. Because when we look at this mess that our nation could be in, it will be because of the lies that we have told ourselves. Oh, hey, listen, I I know people who work their fingers to the bone around this country trying to do whatever they can can to preserve some semblance of what we once called America the beautiful. But even the flag that waves so pr- proud, proudly over America the beauty, the beautiful is in fact being assaulted itself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is being assaulted itself. What lie did we tell ourselves in order to bring that about? There's going to have to be an awakening, and and it's going to have to start with you. I was, uh, of course, on the president's um, advisory board, Black Voices for Trump, founding member of that. Let me tell you something. We delivered... Twice as many votes that were minority and Latino. Well, minority votes, black and Latino is what I'm saying. Than was delivered before. We delivered them. And I have to, in understanding this, we come out with a deficit in electing this president. The greatest source of our suffering come from the lies we tell ourselves. What lie could we tell ourselves to believe that Joe Biden got more votes in the inner city than Barack Obama? What, what, what lie can we, should we believe? You know, I have said this to you before. I'm going to say it to you again. But, and, and <laughs> the one thing we look for as signs of Christ's return, as scripture, and, you know, as many of us have this discipline as Christians, we believe that he will return. I believe that with all my heart. 
But it, it, we look for war and we look for upheaval and, and division and all of that type of thing. No. Matthew 24, you can check it. No. What you look for is deception. Oh, my God. My God. And that is something that actually can put to rest division, war, and also riots for a time. When you'll see peace and so-called safety break out around that lie, then sudden destruction comes upon them. Yeah. So the words of that Christ, who is the son of the living God, has said that deception is it. Where's the church speaking on that? Well, um, there's all types of deceptions that go on. And when we look at Warnock, who preaches from the pulpit of Dr. King, when we look at Warnock, wanting to be judged by the content of his character and well not really not, not Warnock but he wants every every other black person to be Warnock's an elitist oh my goodness when you when you uh, ascend to the pulpit of the prestigious Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta Georgia oh my friend among uh, so-called circles of ministers preachers and pulpits you have, in, in, in their vernacular, in the vernacular of uh, even secularism, arrived. Oh, he's an elitist. And he wants black folks from the pulpit where Dr. King preached to actually be judged by the color of their skin. Where did we start believing that lie? At what point did the content of character yield to? I want to be judged by the color of my skin instead of the content of my character. And hey, it's just not a, a song that I'm singing. It's just not something that I am uh, trumpeting or talking about. This is something that is happening right there outside your windows. It is being taught to your children in ways that actually, and hear me now, all of you Caucasian parents out there, you'd better listen to me very closely right now. They are, I'm, I'm talking about people who look like you and people who look like me. Full disclosure, I'm a black conservative. Okay? American black conservative. 
who are indoctrinating your Caucasian children or any child who happens to have light skin, except Colin Kaepernick. They are indoctrinating your child into believing that they, because of their skin color, somehow twisted and evil. Because of their skin color, you are standing by Caucasian people uh, who are Americans. You are standing by while people who are Caucasian educators like you are empowering every educator to make your child or cause your child to feel like they did something to somebody by virtue of the color of their skin while they are championing the idea that by virtue of having dark skin or being a black person or an African-American as they call your colored as it once was called or a Negro as I uh, pray that they would call you back in the day when I was growing up. They now champion the fact that uh, somehow by being that you by virtue of that rise above what? Just by just by virtue of having black skin or, 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 or dark skin, that gives me carte blanche to rise up above this thing. That 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 that's what actually drives it. I mean, what I'm saying is that that's what makes society give in to me is because of my skin color. How can you be happy with that? Something you had absolutely nothing to do with. Neither did your grandparents or grandfathers who came before you. Nothing to do with it. Yet, however, we are Telling ourselves lies. Remember what I told you. The greatest source of suffering that I have found are the lies that we tell ourselves. And my God, you should slap yourself sometimes. This I have had to do. Awake. Stop fooling yourself because this thing is slip sliding away. You lose Georgia senatorial. And I am saying to you that the judgment of almighty God will come upon this nation because the question for you, America, will be the same question that God asked Adam. Where are you? Now, of course, newest location. God pinpointing better than that thing you have on your phone. But where's the person that I created you to be? 
Where's the nation that we were created to be? Where is that Judeo-Christian ethic? Where is that? And so, folks, here I am. Uh, I don't know. Maybe wilderness. But if it is, I'll be that voice crying in it. We are going to find ourselves, friends, again, because (laughs) America, what are you going to do? I I don't want to leave my country. I hear people telling me they're going to just leave the country. No, I'll stay and fight. I, I, where'd I go? I mean, yeah, okay. If if, if the whole world's going to be socialist, then uh, I'm, I'll I'll do mine in New Zealand. Or if some people say Costa Rica's not bad, but I don't know if I want to put over the snakes and the what have you, the creatures. <laughs> There's creatures in Costa Rica. Oh, I don't know if you saw Jurassic Park. I did. There's creatures there. It is beautiful, though. I sure like to go there. Someone special. Hey, friends. The C.L. Bryant Show is going to go YouTube through Freedom Works. Freedom Works. Go to freedomworks.org and become a part of the largest grassroots movement in the nation. The uh, mission of Freedom Works is to, of course, educate, mobilize, and, uh, of course, build the largest grassroots organization in the nation. Proud to be senior fellow there with them for these last 11 years, and I am looking forward to um, seeing what God has for us on the horizon. And so I'm looking forward also to seeing what God has in store for me when we blast in to Florida with the ministry and the message that God is preparing for that area for me to deliver as the first love that I have ever had. And that is the preaching of the gospel. I've been gone. I've been gone. I've been gone. uh, And I need to tell about the good news of America. That's my message. That is my whole shtick. The gospel of Christ, the good news of America. And both of them can, in fact, affect people in ways that you really never considered. When I return, I want to tell you what is happening when it comes to Christians' relationships with other people who are looking at Christians. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. You want to hear this. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation. Hey, friends, uh, let me say this to you. Um, and, and, and this this comes um, through my lips with great, great deliberation. I, I actually drove back um, here. I had gone down to, to Florida. I hadn't intended to do that. I hadn't intended to drive back at all. Um, tended to fly back, but but um, this is something that I, I contemplated for nearly fourteen hours last evening, and I, I, I'm brought to remembrance a, a conversation that I had in Georgia a couple of weeks ago with Congressman Andy Biggs, and we were talking about. Um, how people of faith sometimes are viewed and are attacked, people, especially those who would call themselves Christians. And I was talking to a a colleague of mine who is actually um, probably at best an agnostic. At worst, he believes he's an atheist. But of course, uh, there was nothing that he could um, share with me that could convince me of his sincerity in not actually believing. And uh, Andy and I made a a joke about uh, he may say that he is not a believer, but he's glad that you and he and uh, that we are uh, believers. And I came to the conclusion, I said this uh, to them sitting there at the table. I said this to them, uh, you know, I, I don't believe that, People have any problem with Christ. I believe most people have problems with Christians. I'm reminded of a a statement that Mahatma Gandhi made. He he said, I've studied your Christ. I've studied his words. I like your Christ. I love his words. And it amazes me how unlike him you are. And that's from an outside looking in at us as Christians and how we relate to the world. And people see you. And I have never been more reminded of that than I have been in these last 24 hours, 48 hours. I have not been more reminded of that. People see you. 
You may think that you're traveling, Christian, under a cloak of anonymity. Because you're only thinking that uh, they see what the world sees. No, people see you. In your daily life, they see you. When you go to church, they see you. When you visit them in their home, they see you. And the greatest suffering um, comes from uh, the greatest source of suffering uh, are the lies that we tell ourselves. And Christians Many people are turned off to the faith, not Christ. It's because they see you not showing or pointing the way to him. God, if I have in any way in these last months been laxed in doing that. I, I fall on my face before you. I, I, I repent of it. And you should too, America. You should repent that you have been blessed with abundance from sea to shining sea. But yet somehow people don't have any problem with the idea of a prosperous America. What we are beginning to have problems with are the milk toast Americans. Who wants to be that? You know, this is the strangest thing, and this is the, this is the thing about Donald John Trump that was so amazing is that even those who didn't like him wanted to be around him. You should pray God gives you that type of uh, attractability. You should pray God gives you that type of attractability. We're about to launch, uh, I've talked um, uh, month in months past about a new ministry that I want to launch in a in more so now, more so than the last 48 hours than I have ever wanted to do. Yes, it's going to require a very close walk with God and on my end and my discipline. But I now have the blaze is there. The blaze is there. Hell not even the gates of hell will prevail against what God has set my face to do. And friends, you must be resolved as Americans. You must be resolved as Christians, as people who a country was founded for of moral substance. It won't work for anybody else. Not and be called the land of the free and the home of the brave. It just won't work in any other fashion. It won't work for those who would corrupt it. It will become something else and America will go away. And if she goes away, well, um, unfortunately, she 
may not return. And if you ever had that happen, you lose something that won't come back, won't happen again. Have you ever had that happen to you? Happened to me. And I'm just trying to prevent it happening again. You should try to prevent it from happening again. If America goes away, she may not return. And we are within weeks, 10 days of Christmas, and then uh, two weeks uh, after that. Uh, So in 24 days. No. Yeah. Yeah. We are, in fact, going to see if she goes away. And then we'll have to live with the pins and needles of if she will ever come back. She'll ever speak to you again. Tell you how great a people you have been. Will she ever tell you that again? That, my friends, is what God blesses you with. And when you squander it, the old saying goes, and the old folks used to say it, you don't miss your water. Till the well is dry. And America, this well can, in fact, go dry. And if it does, where then shall we be watered? And of what shall we be watered? Huh? Will our children continue to suckle at the teat of socialism? Will young Caucasian children continue to be confronted with being evil because of the color of their skin? You do know that that is the foolishness that's going on here. Be warned, Caucasian people. There are people who look like you. It used to be said of black folks. In fact, they used to tell me that I hated myself. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I'm black all my life, going to be black until the day I die in this, in this life in America. Uh, I ain't living it hating myself, believe me. I just love folks. I love people of all stripes. I just love folks. But they are teaching, they are hating themselves. There are Caucasian people, liberals who hate themselves. They have taught themselves to hate themselves. And they are teaching young Caucasian children to hate themselves simply because of the color of their skin. And the false picture that they're giving to children who are of color is that for some reason, because they have color in their skin, they should go automatically to the front of the line. 
And you are buying into that and thinking that you're helping somebody feel good about themselves. Why would you feel good about yourself except for the fact that you have, in fact, excelled in yourself? Do that. Earn the front of the line. Of course, sometimes I know I come from the school. Remember, I've been around a long time. I come from the school. Remember, I know what it is to have to work twice as hard. I get that, but I didn't mind doing it because I got the rewards anyway. Whatever it took, that's what the people who came before us, red, yellow, black, or white, whatever it took, that's what they did. But we don't have that mentality anymore. And I am telling you that there is a a mission that I am on in the Florida area, the PSL area, that I am, my face is set like a flint toward it. I trust that you find the fire in you to perform that which only God can do. America, only the, the creator that our founders recognized could do what had not been done on this earth. And that is to create a place where men could be within their own dominion sovereign, more like their creator than any other place on the face of the planet, America. I pray that God, like he has done for me, set your face like a flint toward your mission. I'm coming to Port St. Lucie. You better get ready. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. That is America. Still, yes, the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Still, the greatest success story that the world has ever known. And if you want to keep it that way, you better understand something, folks, is that you had better get on the good foot now. Because as I was saying before uh, we went to the break, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app on to your favorite device. And um, you, too, can, in fact, um, be a part of a movement that uh, we certainly want to sweep across the country. We're about to have a YouTube channel coming up in January. Um, yeah, through Freedom Works, the L. Bryant Show will be uh, po- will be broadcast um, YouTube, and um, I certainly thank you for making this show though as popular as as it has become. And uh, you, my friends, people like you throughout the fruited plains, and I'll be headed up to Utah. Not soon after, uh, I think, soon after June. In fact, I think it is on um, January 5th that I will be in Utah, be there in Utah. And um, I got to tell you something, uh, friends. The thing that that really gets me and and the thing that really gets me the most, and coming up is my uh, executive producer, Michelle. I have her uh, on the line with me, but just hold there. She's going to have a lot to say, I know. Uh, But the thing that gets me is that um, time is so short. And this Warnock, I mean, he's been, you have Kamala Harris, the uh, most far left senator that's there. And then you're going to couple, she's going to be VP. And then you're going to replace her with this guy, with this guy. No, he can't do that. I think we have him defeated. Leffler, I'll be making another jaunt up to Georgia before then. Then I'll be headed to Utah. But joining me is somebody who uh, pretty much keeps me um, in, in, well, sane sometimes and just drives me totally nuts most of the time is my executive producer, my good friend, Michelle. There you are. Welcome back to the show. Hey, you're so funny. It's a hard job trying to keep you sane. But there is a lot to talk about. And actually, in a few minutes, one of our good buddies is going to jump on with us who's in D.C. Is this is uh, this a surprise or something to me? Or can I know who it is? Uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's Rose. It's somebody because <laughs> she did all these events there this weekend. And there's just a lot to talk about with all these states. Yeah. I spent some time talking to some rhinos today. You did? So, you spent time course, talking to rhinos? Yeah. Oh, you should hear what they said. They said uh, there is no evidence of fraud. And that the president should just concede and celebrate uh, the victories. I'm like, all of those victories came because of the president. You know, see, all, all those freshman congressmen, particularly the women, congresswomen, all credit the president with their success. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, Michelle, it is a travesty. It is a shame the way this president and his wife, his entire family, has been treated from day one. It is a shame. In America, you should be ashamed of yourself for even allowing it, and certainly those of you who participated in in this. This man, Michelle, we have a vaccine in less than nine, nine months. 
We have a vaccine. And do you realize that Donald John Trump is not getting uh, his deserved accolades for that? So I think when we say stop the steal, we're saying stop the steal of the president's legacy. Make America great. That's the president's initiative. That wasn't the Republican Party. Sure as heck isn't the Democrats and it isn't Biden. It is solely Donald Trump. So make America great again. Stop the steal of the legacy of everything he's done for women and for black Americans, which is something that people do want to hear you talk about. We're talking about Georgia. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Michelle. And and I was saying uh, earlier in the show that uh, this guy Warnock, Michelle, and you and I have had, uh, I don't know how many conversations, I mean deep conversations about this guy Warnock wants black folks to be judged by the color of their skin instead of the content of their character. And so this is something I think that uh, we, we're going to have to deal with. And Michelle, I'm going to have to deal with it, though, CL. And I may be really honest with you. So I work a lot with black Republicans because of you, obviously. And so I get to talk to them across the country. This is something the only person who sat down with Pastor Scott in 2016 before he won was the president and said, would you what do you have to lose? Come along with me. I'm not going to be like the other Republicans or the Democrats. Both parties just sold you down the river. And we have to talk about this because uh, there are pastors in America, white pastors. And, and it's, it's, this, is a, this is what's happening. White pastors who don't know black people, CL, unlike myself, I live here with you in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and the large percentage of it is I'm a leaving. black population. I'm going to start revival in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> I'm going to have a revival in Port St. Lucie, Michelle. You're welcome to come anytime. You're so funny. Okay, so back to, so these, uh, you know, this white guilt, you know, you and I make jokes about it. But there is a lot of ignorance among people because, honestly, what is the percentage of the black population in America, CL? It is a, a 12 point, it is 12.8 percent of, of all man, woman, boy or girl black folks in this country. That's the, the percentage of black people in this country. For some reason, uh, folks uh, think that uh, we have this massive number of black folks in America. Uh, and, and, you know, this is the thing um, uh, about it, Michelle, and you, you and I have talked about this. Uh, 75% of that 12% of black folks, they do quite well in this country. Uh, and, and like everyone else, you have 20% of them who, well, you know, they live from paycheck to paycheck, like most, like, like so many Americans do. But then you have 5% of that, that, tw- that, that percentage that they're not going to do anything. But guess what, Michelle? That's the same percentage among white people or anybody else. Uh, 75% of them do, this, do, only, do well. Only 5% of the black population in America is poverty. Oh, yeah. But black folks do well in this country. Black folks do well in this country, but for some reason, the, 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 the picture has been painted that all black folks come out of the ghetto and live there. That is not true. That is well, absolutely that's not true. That we have to break because that's what's happening in your hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana. You know, there are crime ridden neighborhoods in your hometown that are black populated, that are black on black crime 
all the time, and the people in those communities think it's normal. Absolutely. I'm not okay with that. But listen, listen, Michelle, you brought up a point here. You and I both know very, well, you know me. We know prosperous black folks in Shreveport who do not live in those areas, don't we? Yes, we do. And so that by itself must tell everybody that all black folks aren't living in the ghetto. And most of us have found our way out because of the American dream. We have went and achieved it. But guys like Warnock, this guy's like Raphael Warnock, who preaches from the pulpit of the dreamer himself from Ebenezer Baptist Church. That was King's pulpit. He preaches from it. But now the thing that King called good, Warnock is calling it evil. And that is the thing that is happening in this country, the deception that is going on. It's deception, but it's something that someone like you, and you've already been doing this for how many years since your movie came out. That movie should be in every school in America. We need to, as Republicans and conservatives, get your movie and share it with all of our friends. If people are upset, see how you can't even watch the NFL now without hearing stories of what happened in 1960. Well, FYI, people, newsflash, it's not 1960 in America any longer. And in 2020, I'm wondering who is the person that's getting special favors because of the color of their skin? Is it a white male? Or is it a person who's black and says, well, you owe me? And CL, I'm only second-generation American. My grandparents were all foreign-born. I don't owe anybody anything in this country. Right. And let me, let me say this along with what you said there because you brought it to mind. I was saying in the last uh, hour that the, the, there are people who look like you, and Michelle is, is a, a white lady, uh, she, that look like you, uh, and people who are white liberals, Caucasians, who are in fact wanting young Caucasian children. I'm talking about Caucasians wanting young Caucasian children to dislike themselves because of the yeah. color of yeah. their skin. Are you, are, are you listening and seeing to what type of lunacy this type of cancel culture society is yeah. beginning to breed among our young people? We are destroying them. Wake yeah, up, that's folks. That's something to talk about. Like, this is real. Now, we need, and we needed, the president to be elected. We got out and we voted for him because he was the, the big dog on the porch that enabled us to go into communities and have these conversations. But we still can't stop having them. You need to talk about this, CL. There's a lot of guilt, a lot of confusion. But again, because of the small uh, amount of black Americans, there are many communities where there are no people who are black. You know, Michelle. And so they don't have experience with them. So all they see is the stereotypes on television. I, again, work with a lot of blacks around America. And I'm just going to say everybody has a different attitude. Our friend, Pastor Christine, she is actually from Rwanda. She yeah. was African. Got to get her she back on. She has moved here, her back become on. a citizen. Yeah. And she refuses to let us call her African-American. She yeah. doesn't like that at all. Oh, I'm yeah. an American. Yeah, she told me and that person. Well, I also have friends that have worked in the administration that are black. Yeah. That are telling me they have these issues because they the way they were brought up. So they're Republicans. 
but they still have this beating the drum of I'm a black person and you owe me. And, uh, you know, because of what happened in the 1960s, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it happened to you. I didn't do it. I didn't teach my kids to do it. And I'm not seeing it happen. But you know what, Michelle, it didn't happen to them. Yeah, and so many people who are talking about what happened in the 60s weren't alive in the 60s. Listen, I, I talk to young black men all the time. I talk to young men all the time because there are a lot of angry young white men and they don't even know what they're angry at. They're angry because the young black guy that they, they, they're friends with because he's angry. But let me tell you something. If you are living in America today and you are under 50 years old, you have nothing to be angry about. It, listen, it's guys like me who live through the segregated South and, and can tell you what Negro Day, Colored Day at the State Fair is all about. When one day of the whole two-week run, colored people could go to the State Fair. Now, I should be angry. No, you have always had an opportunity to make it. The opportunity wasn't even there. When I was coming along. So don't tell me that we are still in the 60s. Friend, you are talking to somebody who was there. And this is not it. Believe me, it's not. And so that's the message that needs to get out. And that's exactly why we have to, we must derail Warnock and uh, the other the other socialist that is running out of Georgia. It is a defining race, folks. I'll be back up there in about a week and a half. And so uh, I'll be seeing you Georgians again. Then I'll be headed out to Utah. Michelle, uh, you got Rose on the line. Not yet. She's going to call us. She's in D.C. She's going to call in. I just wanted to ask you some more questions about Georgia because you're with FreedomWorks. Yes. And, and, you know, explain it because the cool thing about FreedomWorks, and I think our listeners need to realize a lot of groups have gotten together to help make this happen. We've got voter fraud. We've got that to deal with with a bunch of lawyers. Um, hold on. We've got uh, grassroots. Well, so Freedom Works. What are they doing? So they go door to door, don't they? Oh my they God! Actually... We had we had a team of people on the ground there all over Georgia. Freedom Works, uh, of course, our mission is to build, educate, and mobilize the largest grassroots organization in the nation, which we are at six million. We can put feet on the ground anywhere if uh if we uh so choose yeah, to i yeah. increase and cho- i uh encourage all of you to go to freedomworks.org i'll soon have uh my youtube uh channel there um, in the first of the year we they're creating a youtube youtube channel for me cl bryant just like rush used to have him pray for rush pray yes, for yes. rush uh, i did talk with them yesterday speaking of rush and they are saying that he is doing better than had that they than they expected glory to god it's not doing well but the prayers are working so i wanted to pass that on to you glory so, to yes. god glory to god and 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 but, but pray for him keep him lifted up and and so folks listen all of us talk show types we stand on his shoulders yes we do and so i don't care what the libs say about rush he is a giant Michelle, how did it happen that women uh, did, in fact, prosper under this president as well? You are a woman who are in business, and you are always shaking and moving. Talk to us about the women perspective. Well, I'm going to, but first I'm going to say something about how sweet you just were, because y- your heart about Rush, is a, it's a fact. And you know, Bo Snardley, 
I was off, I had an opportunity to meet with him in March before the shutdown and hear about his organization, New Journey. And he teared up as well. He's a Christian man, CL, and he's a black man. And just like you, he's your age. And he feels the same way about Rush that you do. And I know for a fact, none of this is wasted. None of the things that we've done and we've learned are going to go away. They're not going to be washed away because there's one thing about truth, CL. It remains regardless. Just ask the people who crucified Jesus. 2,000 years later, without television or anything, he's still the most famous person to ever walk the earth. Amen. So truth remains. Merry Christmas. Well, and I'm waiting for Rose to get on so we can talk about this because, you know, women. Why is she she in Washington? What's Rose doing in Washington? All of our friends are in D.C. this past weekend. Many of our friends speaking, uh, doing those protests. And peaceful protests. Yeah. And I and I always want to say thank God because our movement is not about violence. We don't hate people that don't no. agree with us. No, no, of course not. But you know what, Michelle? This is what I was saying in the first hour. Uh, the rioters, the looters, and all those types of people—they don't know what they are about to experience if, in fact, the American people decide on revolution. Because patriotic revolution, like the founders, uh, in fact, had to do when the British, the tyranny of Britain was was Mm -hmm. was upon our our, our necks and shoulders. Uh, The revolution was not a riot. They weren't burning and looting. No, they actually overthrew a tyrannical government that was going to oppress them. So I I think that that if we uh, had better pay attention because the American spirit has been fanned, it has been flamed. And so that's that's what I, I'm, I'm telling you. You know what's so interesting about that, CL, that you reference that? So our good friend, Rose Tennant, has been pounding the pavement in Pennsylvania, but also in Washington, D.C. And, you know, she worked for the Trump campaign. She's a national speaker. She's a national radio host. You hear her on Sean Hannity. But she also works a great deal with women. But she, Rose... Stay right. Michelle, hold her right there. I got 40 minutes before the break. Rose, welcome aboard. Stay right there. I got 40 40 seconds before the break. 40 seconds before the break. Rose, stay right there. We'll be right with you after the break. We're coming back with Rose Tennant. She is unplugged in Washington, D.C. I'm also on with my strong right arm. That's my executive producer, Michelle. And, hey, I'll be back. In just a little bit, you're listening to the C.L. Bryan Show, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of uh, America. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. 
And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA, and it's all because of people like you that we still have a nation that is still the greatest nation on the face of the planet, still the greatest success story the world has ever known. Let's bring up Rose Tennant, my good friend, and for a long time now. Rose Tennant, thank you so much for coming back. I understand you're on the ground in D.C. What's going on, girl? I am. Hey, it's good to talk to you one more time. We had a great success. You helped us promote our uh, Keep Christmas event that we had on Sunday at the National Mall. It was a wonderful success. Um, everybody that everybody that matters carried it live. And uh, if anybody wants to see it, they can go to my page, Rose Unplugged on Facebook and Twitter is at Rose underscore Unplugged. But it was a great time to just celebrate Christmas. You know, which seems like, you know, if you live in Pennsylvania like I do, um, they shut down all of the restaurants. Yes, you all think about this. And, Michelle, this is the time of year that that, that's huge for the restaurant business with Christmas parties and dinners out and your friends and your family come into town. You want to take them out to dinner. And uh, they've effectively shut all of that down. And they are destroying. And the thing that concerns me the most is they're destroying the middle class. It's the middle class that's the backbone of this country. It's the middle class that keeps us from becoming a socialist nation. And, and they are just, just picking away at it. I heard a lady, Rose, I heard a lady uh, railing in New York on that very topic uh, this morning, uh, saying that the governor uh, and the mayor was killing them. They were killing a business, small business, middle class business. And Rose, you're right on when you're saying that I do believe, too, that it's design. I believe there is a design to destroy the middle class that Donald Trump had rebuilt. I agree. And, you know, what's really sad is I was talking to a restaurant owner today and he said, what am I supposed to do? I have single mothers that have children and Christmas is around the corner and gifts need to be bought. What am I supposed to do about that? And he said, and some of these employees have been with me for 10, 20 years. Wow. And it, it really breaks my heart to see what's happening. This is a concerted effort to destroy our economy and to destroy business. And it's not big business because, if you, as you know, um, Target is open and a lot of the at Home Depot and Lowe's and all of the Walmart they are. And Amazon, he's making so much money. It's right? epic. I think that the thing that listeners want to hear from you and from CL is what can we do about this? Because a lot of people would take the time to argue, well, it's not a, an intentional thing. Regardless, these are the effects of this. Small businesses being destroyed. This was not where we were last year at this time or where we were in February. And if you guys look back, even this summer when we had partial openings, the, the economy rebounded like it never had before. So that's when they had to double down on their scare tactics. What can we do about it? Like, are there practical things we can do, like in Pennsylvania? 
Well, Rose, go well, ahead. I, I, go I, ahead and speak to that. What do you think? Rose, no, I want you to go ahead and speak to that because, Michelle, you brought up uh, something a, a little bit earlier about, about business and how we are attacked and, and, and that type of thing. What are we going to do about it? Because it's, it's, time has passed for us to be poking holes in the air with our fingers. That doesn't get things done. Uh, and, and talking, really, what are we going to do? Can we win? Can we hold on to the, the Senate? That's the first step. Can we hold the Senate? Rose, talk to us. I'm not sure. I mean, when we talk about that race in Georgia, and if they're doing conducting business as usual, I, I don't have complete confidence that we're going to win in there. I mean, I, I'm still concerned about the, the level of fraud that's going to happen in Georgia all over again. So, I, And I know they've been voting for some time now, actually, there. You know, they start early voting even for the runoff election. But I want to tell you, with some of the business owners I've talked to, I had one call me today. He's holding a press conference. He intends to stay open, even though they have shut down all restaurants unless they're going to uh, do takeout orders or nice. And he has decided that he's going to stay open. And one of the, I've been telling people... That we need to take a look at how they did things during the prohibition days when they didn't allow us to sell alcohol. God knows why, but they didn't. And, um, you know, give me a password, shut all your, pull all the drinks, light candles on the table, give me the password, Daisy sent me, and I'm coming in. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, speak easy, speak easy. Is he in Pennsylvania? He's in Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's this older Italian guy. I love him. He's like, you know what? This has been my business for 50 years, and they are not taking it away from me, not without a fight. And if only more people, and I understand that there are some colleagues of his, other restaurant owners in the area, that are going to be doing the same thing. They're just staying open. Oh, I just love that not without a fight. Not without a fight. And uh, I can just see this little Italian man uh, uh, being defiant. And that's what we're called upon, all of us now, to be that way. Let us stand for our American principles and on our American principles. Rose, so the event in Washington went well. Uh, Tell us about it. Well, thanks to you and Michelle for helping us promote it. Uh, It was just a great opportunity. We had Mike Lindell there earlier that morning. We gave an award to uh, Governor Nome, who is absolutely stunningly beautiful um, and very kind and gracious. But I really loved her story. Both she and Mike Lindell spoke to us. It was a very, very small gathering as we gave her an award for Moms for America. But she um, she talked about her early days, her backstory, as did he. And both of them have a story of faith. It's all about their faith and how, how that has propelled them to success, um, to victories in their life. And it wasn't without struggle. God knows Mike Lindell's story is a, a rough one. He was a coke addict. Oh, yeah. But um, it was inspiring to hear those words, to know that there is nothing that we can't do. And, and, and you know, Michelle and CL, going back to the Italian man, you know, I think that people who are first generation here or came here directly from another country, particularly Europe, they came here because they wanted to pursue the American dream. And when you think about Europe and, and how it had been, even when our founding fathers came here, they... They, you, it depended on your bloodline. That is what determined your success in life, your opportunities in life. 
And those founding fathers and those people that left that behind came here to America because they believed that there was greatness in everyone and that all that was necessary to release that greatness was freedom. Absolutely. And it did not matter who your parents were. This was a nation that had never existed before. It didn't matter where you came from. It mattered what you brought to the American table. And uh, that, Rose, is, is certainly uh, the, the spice of our nation. Michelle, Rose, I want to thank you both uh, for being on with me. And I want to thank you for your friendship, uh, particularly now as I uh, consider and uh, contemplating how God is going to use me in, uh, in ministry and, uh, and in my future. And I need your prayers. I seriously do. And so um, thank you so much for being on with me. Oh, I'll be happy to say those prayers for you, my friend. Absolutely. And I apologize if there's a lot of noise. I'm still walking back to my hotel. I thought I'd get there sooner than this. So I apologize. <laughs> well, well listen, again, me. thank you. Michelle, thank you as well for coming on with me. And uh, God bless and keep you both and uh, keep doing what you do, fighting the good fight. And I know that you will because both of you are. Thank you, Rose and Michelle. Bye now. Thanks. Bye. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build that bridge daily right here on the show. Hey, uh, we are going to be um, doing the um, YouTube thing. I keep want to say podcast, but it's the YouTube thing, uh, YouTube channel, FreedomWorks, YouTube channel, uh, C.L., it's going to be coming on at you uh, there on our YouTube channel. And I want you to pay close attention to these next few weeks, uh, maybe my last weeks here in um, Louisiana. I have told everybody now, and um, I don't know if plans, uh, my plans to move haven't, haven't changed, but my plans for being there may be changing. But um, I, I certainly want the people that I have made contact with there to understand that I am coming there. Um, the Lord has set my face like a flint toward there. And, uh, it's an amazing story of how the, you know, this occurred. Um, and even this passion, this fire that is building and that has been built and is, uh, glowing, in me at this point is um, it's amazing how God brought it about. And now I am absolutely ecstatic, chomping, chomping at the bits to go and do the proclamations of his word that I am bound to do. There. There. And folks, I'll tell you the story. All of you have heard this uh, this about me. And and, uh, going back to when uh, I had left Tampa, Florida, was preaching in Thonona, Sassa, the suburb of Tampa. And uh, my mom had gotten ill, had to come back to... Louisiana, after being there for almost six years, mom gets sick, send the wife and kids back 
before me. And, uh, you know, oh, 600, you know, church on Sundays. Good Sundays. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have a church to go to. I was leaving because of my mother. I was leaving to come be with her. And Americans, I, the reason I'm telling you this story is to let you know that transition in your lives can come with the blink of an eye. Transition in your lives can come in the blink of an eye. And, and those of you who trust God to order your steps, the good, the bad, the ugly, what have you, uh, to order them and order you through them, then I am saying to you, America is on the brink of revival breaking, uh, breaking out throughout the land. It's it's starting right now. I'm I'm telling you. I'm saying to you. I'm whispering this. I'm saying it. I'm whispering it to you. Revival is breaking out and will break out in this nation. Revival of who we were. What made us great. It was acknowledging that our rights, privileges come from our creator. We're endowed with them. That revival along with the spiritual one that I am, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Face it like a flint toward Port St. Lucie. I didn't know until I knew. And it came through adverse circumstances. The mission. You know, they uh, went ahead and threw Noah overboard. Not Noah, Jonah, Noah. Went ahead. Oh, man, oh my God. Everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, CL says they threw Noah overboard. They threw Jonah overboard. (laughs) They threw Jonah overboard. The blessing came from the prepared fish. Oh, yeah, from the hell that it seemed to uh, be causing. Inside the belly of hell. America finds itself because you're running for you from yourself. I know what that's like. Huh? And the greatest source of pain are the lies we tell ourselves. Are you hearing me? Oh my. Oh my. The awakening that will come will be to the glory of God's kingdom. And, oh, wretched man that I am, I know who will deliver me from 
the body of this death that all of us will face. But how will we live this life? What will this man do? What will that woman do? What will that man do? Huh? Paul asked that question. What will that man do? Yeah. You need to ask that question because it does come to you now asking what are you prepared to do? Well, I didn't really know the extent of how I was going to um, find ministry again. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just knew that uh, God was going to do it. I just knew that. And um, now that he has, he has done it. And he, he does, God does things. I, of course, I, there's a lot of restoration, but God does things. He's a right now kind of, you know. Uh, the only way that God keeps kicking you and slapping you and chastising you and, 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 and prodding and prodding, the gentle, the gentle prodding of his spirit, the only way that uh, that doesn't happen is if you're not his. If, if you are, oh, there's no mountain, no doors that will keep him from Finding you and delivering you, America. He, he. That's the one that our founders. That's the one that the founders, the God of nature, God, the Creator. That's the one they were wanting us to know. That's the one. he's the one that they give credit to for our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Ronald Reagan himself would say, if America becomes a nation that is no longer under God, we shall be a nation gone under. I'm CL. We'll start our YouTube channel through Freedom Works here real soon after the first of the year. I am going to be re- relocating after the first of the year. Um, start laying some foundation for that right now. God bless you. And God keep you. And I'll be back with the final segment. Of today's show. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. 
Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL, final hour of the CL Bryant Show. Hey, folks, I had been gone for a while here live. We're on every day, of course, but um, I, I've been gone. And uh, I've been gone in more ways than I care to talk to you about. I'm back. I'm back. I don't know if I'm um, going to be um, the same ever um, that I, I, I have been, uh, because now I'm I'm back in in realizing that God has delivered me from the grief that um, I have I had shared. And all of you know, I lost my wife the very first of this year, and um, then coronavirus. Then coronavirus uh, hit. Could not memorialize her for four or five months. And um, all I had was remains. And couldn't go to, couldn't, there were no churches open. And uh, quite, quite frankly, uh, people, I know people who, close to the edge, you know, as far as that is concerned, the, the, the anxiety that they were experiencing, you know, and I always try to tell people, don't, don't be anxious. Be anxious for nothing. That's scriptural. Jesus, Jesus tells us, don't be anxious. Um, and so I, I, I try to share that with, with folks uh, about anxiety and that type of thing. It's, it's evil to even let yourself go there. And so don't. Uh, I am... I am somewhat concerned about finding solutions to things that makes us anxious, but I'm not going to be anxious about anything, and uh, I want to find the solution to it. And if it's going to affect you, it's going to affect you, okay? But live your life, America. We are wringing our hands more now than I have ever seen us do. Yeah, we are wringing our hands as Americans. And I told you this, um, an Eastern Bloc refugee, uh, actually I uh, was in Brazil, we weren't in Oregon, it was in Brazil. I think I told the story, so it was in Oregon, but it was in Brazil. Somebody reminded me that it was in Brazil. And uh, he said to me, he said, um, CL, I, I see something in Americans that I have never seen before. What's that? Olaf. Olaf was his name. And uh, he said, fear. I see fear, how he pronounces it. (laughs) 
And um, Americans, we're, we're not used to seeing Americans with fear. And it dawned on me, it dawned on me, Americans, that the rest of the world consider us fearless. Did you know that? The rest of the world thinks that Americans are fearless. Hey, we have put folks on the moon and brought them back. We've done that. We're fearless. We have forded rivers and streams to uh, find new a new land, to found a new land. In this modern age, in this modern time, America is the only nation that has done that. Europe had been long seen and conquered. But when we came here to this nation uh, 246 years, 44 years ago, when we came here to this nation and made it, made this nation what it is, made it what it is, and then took it west, we had done something that hadn't been done in a thousand, couple of thousand years, and that is discover new lands. Build a nation. But she can go away. Yeah, she can go away. And I um, certainly hope. You had better hope that she doesn't. I'm going to do all I can to um, preserve this nation. As we do with relationships, we do all we can to preserve them until you can't. And so, friends, what will be our relationship with our nation? Especially when a generation is being raised behind us to hate it. What will be our relationship with our nation? When or if, God forbid, Joe Biden yields the presidency to Kamala Harris. Just tell me on what planet then do we live? Huh? It's no longer the le- We're talking about an elitist, stratospheric type of structure. We'll find you, Joe Working Guy, you believing Christian. you person of faith it's being laid out you're you're going to be second-class citizens if you don't hold on to something here it's already happening are you hearing me it's already happening being treated like less than because you happen to name the name of Jesus Christ I love, you know what, I want to play that uh, perhaps tomorrow. I'm going to get it and play it. The president's Christmas message to the nation. Oh, oh my goodness. 
If you have not heard it, you better go download it now and hear the president's Christmas message to the nation. This man read a sermon. Yes, he did. He told the Christmas story. You need to hear it. And uh, you know what? It was genuine. It was real. And I am so... Anyway. All right. Hey. So tomorrow, boys and girls, another date. (laughs) And uh, I do want you to know, though, to be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for uncontented people. Uncontentment, remember now, is the new way to get more. Be uncontent. Be uncontent with what you have not tried to get. Not with what you're not able to achieve because you're trying to achieve, but you are going to be uncontent because you have found that is a way for you to get more. Lord help us all. Like the child throwing a fit, I have said often, in the floor of Walmart and the, and the mom relents and gets the toy that the kid wants just so he'll shut up. You get it. You give in. Because he's uncontent. She's uncontent. That child's throwing a fit. Uncontent. Because they have found that if they throw that fit, if they remain uncontent about something that is under their skin, they're going to get what they want. Just so they'll shut up. Al Sharpton uh, brought it into modern times. Jesse Jackson kicked it off. Yeah. Being uncontent, you get more. Jesse found that companies would pay him just to shut up. You conservatives out there had better start making some noise. You had better start rattling some cages because the revolution's going to have to come from you if it is necessary. And we're just not wanting to be shut up. They want us to leave them alone. They've been hounding us for a long time. So what? So what are we going to do now? Is this the way is this the way that's going to go? Huh? Is this the way that's going to go? Lord, I should hope not. Well, as we hurry to the end of uh, this show, we have uh, of course um Joe Biden now being electorally announced to be the president-elect. And even Mitch McConnell is saying that uh, this is the way it is. I have told you, and I'm going to tell you again, that that until (laughs) they're going to let this go like this, tell you right now I will never I'm going to say I will never acknowledge Joe Biden 
as the legitimate president of these United States because he's not. It's a sham. And the greatest harm, the greatest pain that we experience, the greatest source of our suffering are the lies we tell ourselves. I'm uh, doing all I can to approach our future, the American future, my future, with whomever that is, to just be one that is an open, open, open book. We have got to be an open book, America. We've got to tell our thing the way it is. Well, and and, and let, let, let the Lord guide you to, as Prince would say, to the purple rain, but, but just the same, just the same. This, we've never sailed here before. And I, I trust that we don't uh, really have to get out that deep. I hope we can stay close to where we can wade out of this because it's going to be tough to turn that ship around if we sail out into those waters with socialists in charge of the ship. Mutiny is bound to occur. Mutiny and mutiny on the bounty is it's bound to occur. Be sure to watch that. It's a great film. One of the greatest films I've ever seen. All, of, all three of them. Fantastic films. My friends, we've come to the end of uh, yet another day, and I want to thank God for that. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, my heartfelt desire for each of you is that God would bless and keep you all.